Good morning, everybody. It is Tuesday, 4th of May. May the 4th be with you. Star Wars Day today. Dow up 238 overnight. S&P 500 closing at its second highest level ever. NASDAQ underperformed a little bit. NG sector the best. 60% of US results are now out of the way. UK closed last night for May Day holiday. Japan on holiday, I think, until Thursday. Oil price had a good rally. Gold price had a good rally. Both those sectors doing well today. Resources doing well today as well. That's despite some increase in tension between Australia and China. Bill Gates getting a divorce. Warren Buffett saying that or nominating his heir apparent in a question after the Berkshire Hathaway results. They were up a percent or so on the back of those. Our market up 14. It was up 31. Sell in May and go away is obviously not happening yet. We're only two trading days in. RBA meeting today. US jobs numbers on Friday. Bank results season has started well. I'll come to Westpac's results in a minute. SUL Super Retail, which is boating, camping, fishing, super cheap auto another pandemic beneficiary but rather than peaking out as Temple and Webster, Redbubble and Kogan did on their recent sales update, SUL continues to do well presumably because international travel is not coming back anytime soon so domestic travel, driving holidays, camping holidays are still the go. Seek up 3% on its update today. Macquarie's got its 23rd Australia conference going on this week, which I think sees 100 companies, is it? Updating or having a presentation. So we should continue to see more updates. Jerome Powell says the US economy has clearly brightened. The European Commission proposes easing restrictions on non-essential tourism and leisure travel for those that have been fully inoculated with an EU-authorised coronavirus vaccine. Travel stock's not exactly flying on the back of that. Federal budget coming up on May the 11th. I'm reading some fairly optimistic commentary pre-budget about how it should be a good one with a recovering labour market. JobKeeper coming to an end, increasing tax revenue in the iron ore boom, allowing them to loosen purse strings a bit. The World Health Organization warns the situation in India can happen anywhere, although India is now seeing case numbers dropping. Right, a couple of quick things today. RBA meeting today, going to leave policy settings unchanged likely to continue this improving economic rhetoric without inflation concerns. The Australian 10-year bond yield continues to drift quietly lower, which is fairly good for the markets. And there's some optimism around unemployment, which is currently 5.6%, expected to be 4.7% by the end of the year, which is below where it was pre-pandemic. So a bit of employment optimism RBA statement on monetary policy out on Friday. I don't think the Australian Central Bank is really a market mover. We are the mouse on the elephant's back of the global economy, and that is more driven out of the US than it is driven out of here. But Westpac's results yesterday, share price obviously did, did well, very well. In fact, we couldn't really have seen a better start to the bank results season. Share price looking a little bit tired this morning, down 1.3%, but the research that's been seen so far is good. Morgan City, Credit Suisse, Morgan Stanley, all without perform overweight buy or add recommendations. Ordmanet with a hold. Target prices 14%, 14%, 8%, 13%, 6% above the current share price. Other brokers are still yet to update. 
But the earnings numbers yesterday were up to 10%, 9%, as one broker said, above their expectation. Although the dividend at 58 cents was below the best expectations of 70 cents. Before the pandemic, they were paying a 94 cent interim and final. So 58%, sorry, 58 cents is still below or has a long way to go before dividend, dividend normalization has happened. So a bit of upside there. It goes ex-dividend, by the way, on May 13, which is Thursday next week. And we've got the rest of the sector reporting ANZ tomorrow, NAB on Thursday and Macquarie on Friday. I'll come to those in a minute. But the themes behind the Westpac numbers were encouraging for the rest of the sector as well. One broker described their cost reduction program as very exciting for the rest of the sector. And they had better than expected bad debt provisioning and better than expected net interest margin. So a good start. Let's see what the others have to say. As I say, ANZ tomorrow, NAB Thursday. And you'll see the banks are now at or above their pre-pandemic highs. The resurrection continues. Macquarie results on Friday, and I am hoping that these will be good. I've always quite liked the idea, and Macquarie is one of our biggest holdings in our SMAs and the MT portfolios. I quite like the idea of investing in the or in 14,000 of Australia's smartest people, which are the Macquarie employees, with one mission in mind, which is to make money. And I'm hoping that Macquarie's results will be as good as the Goldman Sachs and Morgan Stanley results in this recent US results season. They saw bumper quarters in their quarterly results. And that comes on the back of money printing. The investment banks are the best placed to receive the free money and distribute the free money. They effectively have to earn a higher return than the return they are paying, which is next to nothing. And of course, if they then start dumping money into the equity market or the bond market, then they get asset price increases. And it's just a sweet spot when the world goes to hell investment banks do well it's a sweet spot when central banks print money for the investment banks and in since or since february 2020 there's been 21 trillion dollars worth of money printing sorry there's been a billion dollars worth of money printing every hour since february 2020 there's been 21 trillion dollars worth of money printing since the gfc eight and a half trillion dollars in 2020, 3.4 trillion expected in 2021, 400 billion expected in 2022. So you can see the money printing will come to an end, in which case this could be as good as it gets for some of these investment banks. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. This set of results should be good for Macquarie. We'll see what they are like, but happy to be fully invested. Noticeably, Goldman Sachs and Morgan Stanley are 43%, 44%, and 48% above their pre-pandemic highs. Macquarie's fine percent above let's see what friday brings but i said fully invested uh, overweight in macquarie ahead of those results right that's about it as i say i lost an hour this morning to a podcast so fairly shortened strategy section today as i leave you the market is up 12 dow futures down 69 everyone behaving themselves you have a fabulous day and i will speak to you tomorrow (laughs) 